clap them to the glory of God the Father. Come on, come on, give God a shout of praise tonight. I didn't say shout for me though. Give God a shout of praise. I feel like doing one more. You move mountains. You cause walls with your power. You perform miracles. There is that's impossible. Now we're standing only because. Please be seated as kings and queens. Let's all come together. Let's come together. Let's come together. Amen. Ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Tonight, I want to speak quickly on handling pressures. How do you handle pressures? Because a lot of Christians, yes, though we are born again and keep the, key, keep the keys going. I'll put it on an organ or something. Though we love God, we are connected to God, we worship in church. Many a times, we can't handle the pressure. And many a times when we are faced with adversity, we are unable to handle the adversity. And so for some believers, as long as everything is going fine and the devil isn't exerting too much energy or too much pressure on you, they are okay. But the minute they encounter problems or things don't fall into place, they fall apart and they go into pieces. Turn quickly to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. 1 Peter 5, 7. 1 Peter 5, 7. Media, let's move fast. Let's read it all together. One to go as loud as you can. Uh-huh. It says, casting all, not some of your cares. Casting all your cares upon him for he careth for you very simple first peter 5 7 gives a solid instruction there is no negotiation to this instruction do what cast all your cares upon him now i know this certain instruction is not the easiest to carry out but when the pressure is on the only way to walk above Pressurized circumstances, the only way to walk above challenges is not to be buried by them. And so if you can't cast your pressures, cast your cares, cast your worries, cast that poverty, that depression, that sickness upon him, he is big enough to handle it. Somebody shout hallelujah. And so the next time you are faced with pressure, or the next time you are faced with a challenge and, and, and it, you feel like giving up, you feel like giving in to that challenge, if you follow these things I'm about to show you, you have the right, the authority, the grace to ride over that challenge. Amen. Number one, you must keep your focus on God. Somebody say, focus on God. Say it out loud. Say, focus on God. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. 
because he trusted in thee. Simply put, if you can trust God, in return, God gives you perfect peace. Nothing moves you. Nothing shakes you. It says those whose mind has stayed on him. That means that you cannot trust God and trust something else. It is God and nothing else. Hey, let me tell you something, child of God. It's about time as believers that we have no option. Uh, some of you look at me like, what is he talking about? If you say God... It's my number one. That means that there's a number two. I don't know if you understood what I just said. If you say God is number one, that means there's what? And obviously, if number one doesn't work out, what do you do? So, are you trusting God and something else? Or would you rather say God is my all in all? Are you understanding me? Because God will not let me fall. Therefore, I don't think I will fall. God will not let me fail. Therefore, I don't think I will fail. Those whose mind has stayed on him. Why? Because he knows that you have focused only on him. Therefore, he cannot allow you to miss it. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? Now, a lot of people who encounter crisis fail to keep their minds stayed on the Lord. Many a times they focus on the negativity and they only see what is wrong because you have decided to allow your mind wander. Look at it. Anytime you are faced with challenges, what's the first thing you remember? Who can solve this problem for me? True or false? True or false? Forgetting that there is a God that worked in the affairs of men. Instead of believing that that situation, that disadvantage can become an advantage, they begin to doubt if they will ever recover. Ask medical doctors, the first point of recovery is the patient believing that he will get well. Oh, I know you have bills to pay. I have bills to pay, but I believe that God is going to make all good things abound unto me. I will not concentrate on the negativity. And let me tell you something, child of God. The negativity is always lurking around the corner. If you don't have money, the one thing you complain is that you don't have money. You don't complain that you are breathing. If somebody understand what I'm saying? Focus on God. The more you think about the problem, the more the problem intensifies. So why don't you just... Stop thinking about the problem and think about the problem solver. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because the more you think about the problem, the less you focus on the problem solver, the more your faith becomes weak. And so to rise above pressure, you have to think on the right things. I am made in the image of Christ. I cannot be depressed. I am in the likeness of God. I cannot be depressed. I cannot be sick in my body. Take your mind off the negative things and begin to think positive. The psalmist will say, when I think of all the goodness of Jesus and all, all he has done for me, my very soul, my very soul, I won't let nobody else praise God for me on my behalf. I won't let that happen. 
In Philippians chapter 2 verse 5, the apostle Paul speaking, he says, let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. Jesus will see negativity and he will say, this has happened that the father may be glorified. Are you sick in your body? It has happened that the Father may be glorified. Someone here, you just looked at your bank account and said, Woof, I made a vow on Sunday. How, uh, how do I meet this vow? Let this mind be in you as it was in Christ Jesus. When they came to Jesus, they said, you need to pay tax. Jesus didn't have a dime on him. Hear me and hear me well. He didn't have cash on him. That means he didn't have money to pay. True or false? Well, he called his disciples. He said, guys, go to the fish. You will catch a fish. Check the fish. You will see what? Money. Who told him? Who told him that there was money inside the fish? Has anybody here ever saved money in a fish? But he spoke those things that be not as though they were. And the minute he could speak it, it had every right to happen. Because the Bible says that the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Call it forth. Somebody shout, call it forth. Do you need money? You need money? You need breakthrough in your family? You need your family to rise above poverty? You need your academics to rise up? Do what? Oh, you are sleeping on this one. You are sleeping on this one. Uh, the doctor says you are sick in your body and, and you have just a couple of years to live. Do what? Call forth that which you desire. Why? Mark chapter 9 verse 23. With God all things are possible if you believe. Impossibility does not exist where God is. That is right when he looked upon the face of the earth and it was null and void and darkness covered the face of the deep. He said, let there be light because there was a possibility for light to come true. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. If there's a darkness, there's ability for light. If there's poverty, there's ability for riches. If there's sickness, there's ability. Oh my goodness, the negativity enables the positivity. There will be no need for light if there was light. I'm not crazy. Oh. There will be no need for healing if there was no sickness. There will be no need for an antivirus if there was no virus. So the reason why poverty exists is that the father may be glorified through me. They say, but your family was poor. You know what it means to be stuck poor? That even the rats in your house, they gossip about you, they say you are poor. If we stay here, we die. Let us rather go and look for food outside so that we don't die here. Are you understanding me? And so if there is room for poverty, there is room for supernatural blessings. If there is failure, there is room for what? For success. Somebody shout hallelujah. He makes a way. Luke chapter 18 verse 27 says, Whatever is impossible with man is what? Possible with God. So when they told the woman with the issue of blood, this thing is going to linger on. She said, if only I can touch. So the issue of blood happened that she may think that there is a remedy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We got to close. And so, Jesus 
Peter is in the boat and there's a storm rocking the boat. That's the first time Jesus was with them. They go call on him, Master. Master. And he came up. He acted on their behalf. This time, Jesus was not on the, in the boat with them. And there was another storm. And this time, they saw a figure and they panicked. Like some of us will panic in the face of Christ. He's like, ah! Reverend, pray for me. Yeah. But in the midst of that crisis, all they could see was the shadow of a man what gave Peter the confidence to say, Lord, is it you? Because he understood when you were... Should I, should I continue? You got it. When you were here, you did something. I know, even in your absence, there is an ability for something to be done. So, ah, now I understand why Christ trusted Peter so much. Because even before resurrection, Peter was already experiencing to himself what Christ could do. Oh, Christ, you don't have to be here for this situation to come through. He said, Lord, is it you? And Jesus said to him, it is I, come. For the first time, man, not one who is God and man, man, a natural man defied nature. He walked on water. He got excited. He said, I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm moving on water. Only Christ could do it. I'm doing it. But the minute he began to look at the pressures, God has blessed me with some money today. I'm able to pay my fees, but what will I eat tomorrow? He began to look at the pressures. The Bible says suddenly he began to sing. Suddenly. Suddenly. That means that if you believe God enough, you can do the impossible. If you don't think of the impossible and your mind is focused on what God can do, you will do the impossible and people will wonder like, how? I don't know if you're understanding me. Now, the, the other guys in the boat, they loved Jesus, but they refused to dare. The men of possibility are men that dare. I know it's tough, but I'll dare it. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Now, now, your success in the midst of the storm or the success you encounter in the midst of the storm is determined by how well you can control your thoughts. Are you a failure? Huh? Why? No. You're a failure. Why? Why are you not a failure? Because you have settled it on your inside that you are not what? A failure. So what the devil does is to attack our minds. He knows that he has no power over us. Hear this and hear me well. He knows, he understands that he has no power over you because ye are God. You are seated in heavenly places where? Far above principalities and power. And your father is the head of all principalities. So he knows that he has no power over you. So what does he do? He makes sure you employ the use of your mouth over yourself. Because you are the only one that can curse you. And so if your thought is not properly controlled... 
you begin to say, and this is the thing, he makes it so casual, so trivial, it doesn't look important. Hey, bless you. Things won't hurt. It bless you everywhere. Get as it go be. Everything is looking hard, and you are saying it, forgetting that there is power in your tongue. Jesus said, "The words that I speak, they are spirit, and they are life." So if I speak it, it works in two ways. I say it, and I give life to it. Watch what you say with your mouth. Number two, focus on your potential in Christ Jesus. Focus on what you can do in God. Focus on what you can achieve in God. And guess what? You probably don't realize in the midst of crisis, in the midst of challenges, that you have potential on the inside. I was saying here on Sunday, a lot of the comedians you see today, a lot of the big comedians you see today, when they started, something drove them to start it. Hunger made them discover skill. Check it out. They were not as big now when they started. But hunger made them discover a potential on the inside. Why are they funny and you are not funny? Because you are not yet hungry. I'm telling you, the man that sets up a company that will stay up all night making sure that this thing works, this thing works, it's because he's hungry. The reason why many of us are slacking back is because we have come to a comfortable place. We hit one million, we are comfortable and say, let me tell you something, I'm a millionaire. Let me tell you something. I, I made my first million at 25. But just remove 5,000 from that one million. Has it reduced? You are no longer a millionaire. Don't even feel big about yourself. Hunger. Hunger is what will make the world's richest man still want to create more things that will produce more money for him. You say, oh, but I'm a child of God. God will supply all my needs, but you got to be hungry. You have to be desperate for it. When Jesus told his disciples, tarry in the upper room, what was he telling them? Get to a place where you are hungry for his presence. Waiting is a place of hunger. They had things to do. They had places to go. But he said, you know what? The master said, wait, tarry. Wait until you are endued with power. And the minute they were filled up, there was no diminishing. So the minute you receive it, the minute you are filled up, you cannot diminish. Tell your neighbor, you cannot diminish. Ooh, we shine as light and we shine brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Clap your hands and give God praise. You have potential. In Christ Jesus. And so instead of focusing on your weakness, understand that you cannot accomplish some things on your own strength, but you can accomplish everything on the strength of God. Are you understanding me? With Christ, you can do so much. Let me tell you something. When the Bible says that the thought God has towards you are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring it, you to an expected end, it's not that you labor to the expected end. Come, son. It's not that you labor. Come, come, come. Yes. It's not that you labor to the expected end. This is what God is saying. I know you are here, but this is where I need you to be. But coming to this place 
there are challenges. I say, come. Amos, come. Come. Now, now, every time, for every blessing, there is always an obstacle. Come on. There is always an obstacle. How is it that is when you say, I'm not going to sin, that is when sin is with you. Anybody been in that situation? I know the reason why you're not answering me. Now you holy pass. Now you holy pass. So you say, oh, come on, Rev. I've, I've gone beyond that stage. Girl. When you decide that you want to give, that's when money is not coming at all. But God says, for the plans that I have towards you, say the Lord, thoughts of peace are not of evil, to bring you to an expected end with all these challenges on your way. Come here. This is what I'm going to do for you. Now, with his strength, they can attack him. Are you aware of that? Is somebody getting what I'm saying? To where I need you to be. So that's why the Bible says, sit at my right hand. My hand of strength. My hand of authority. Because when they see you, they think they see you. Woo! For I am hid in Christ. And Christ in God. So I'm not bothered. I know my identity. Is somebody understanding me? All I'll do as the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That means they are making progress effortlessly. By the world system, for you to make progress, you should work hard. But by God's system, you make progress effortlessly. So they see you go through school effortlessly. They see you finish effortlessly. They see you serve effortlessly. They see you get no. It don't go school. Most say I want to marry. May we see before they know what's happening effortlessly. Like Joseph, that's why I said brothers that cannot talk to women, they they, they are not disadvantaged. Now God they toast woman for them. Because Joseph own. Joseph was on his own. Oh. Remember, what he gave Pharaoh was of economic value. But Pharaoh looked at him and said, I cannot allow this one to leave. Something needs to remain in the family. Ah, I carry value. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, so he didn't tell Pharaoh that your daughter is beautiful. He didn't say, Pharaoh, <laughs> my Lord, now that you have made me prime minister, you know I'm not married. Pharaoh himself looked at him and said, for your status, you need a befitting bride. Remember, this same Joe fled from a woman before. He ran. He 
he flew. But this time, God, Karina, come, 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 run down quickly. This is what God did. God said, you know what, Pharaoh, come this way, come this way then. Look for one that is befitting for him. Do you know her? Have you met her before? He's never met her. Oh, God knows your spec. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, you, you, you have to understand this. You have to understand this. Now, now, you have to understand this. Joseph never prayed one day, Lord, give me a woman that is my height, that is fair, that is smart, that is this. But when God was going to give him, ah. see, see, now this was the thing. Joseph received her without any complaint. What gave him the job of prime minister? What gave him riches? What gave him a nation? What gave him a wife? Potential. And so, my duty in this house is to come as the midwife. That baby, that vision, that dream, that potential cannot die on the inside of you. Oh, look, this is the last month. By 12 midnight is the season of delivery. It's the season of what? Oh, you are sleeping on this one. It's the season of what? In this coming month, if your amen can thunder, the God who makes all grace abound shall make that dream come to life in the name of Jesus. He shall make that vision come to life in the name of Jesus. Joel chapter 3 verse 10. It says, let the weak say I am strong. I might be weak in my body, but there's strength on my inside. Abraham, you don't have the ability to have children. Everybody said, you know what, your, your body is dead. Sarah has nothing to write home about. What the Bible says is that Abraham considered not the deadness of his body. He knew his body was dead, but he did not consider it. Woo! Mary, you are going to conceive and the child you shall bear is the son of God. She did not consider how is it that I've not met a man yet I'm pregnant. She said, be it unto me according to your word. If you can consider what God can do, then you can receive it. Let the weak say I am strong. You're sick in your body? I am strong. There's no money in your account? I am blessed. There's no food in the pot? I am fed by divine provision. Oh my goodness. The prophet, what will you eat? God said, don't worry. I make all grace abound. What did he do? He caused ravens. He caused ravens to come and feed him. Imagine this. Think with me for one minute. You are in your house. A bird comes with a big loaf of bread. Drops it in the morning. As it's flying, another one is coming with a crate of egg. 
drops it in the morning. As he's flying out, another one comes with Milo, milk, tea, coffee. <laughs> drops it. Yet, you didn't have to leave your house to feed. It's possible. It's possible. And in the afternoon, they look at their time, say, is the food ready? All the man of God was doing, he was inside his room. And God cursed the birds again. Lunch is here. So what he didn't finish in the morning, they take it away. They go and prepare and bring lunch for him. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? The Israelites were saying, Moses, there's nothing to eat. Nothing to eat. We are hungry. And he cried unto God. And the Bible says, in the morning, when they came out in the camp, there was things lying all around. Things were littered all over the camp. I'm hearing something in my spirit. I'll share it with you. And all of them began to pick and to eat. And unto every man what he desired, it became. That they looked at it and said, Mana, what is this? So if you wanted rice and chicken, the minute you ate it, you had the satisfaction. Have you eaten heavenly food before? There is something about the food you eat. Daniel and his friends. <laughs> come here, son. Come, 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 come. They said, come, join them. How dare you defy the king's meal and say you will not eat of the king's table and he said no put us to the test if you are thinking impossibility God is working possibility I said put us to the test let's check and see because they will not believe until they see proof so that disadvantage is an advantage to show proof and so Daniel tells them he said you know what look Put us in there for seven days. Give us vegetables and water. Let us feed on what we are used to. And after seven days, present us before the kings and those who eat of the king's meal. After seven days, you know, this is the thing I love about God. He never tries to make sense because sense does not make God. So, so be mindful when you are saying God this thing doesn't make sense anything that makes you say God it doesn't make sense is real <laughs> if, it don't, if it makes sense it's not God if it doesn't make sense God is in it after seven days come on come on stand and the king looked at them how is it that these guys are fresh what did they make them fine they did not eat fat and oil they were only feeding on vegetables legumes and water but by the time they came out for delivery they were looking fresh God does not make sense sense does not make God. That is why he walks beyond your imagination. For God is able to do exceedingly 
abundantly above all that you can ask or imagine according to the what? The power at work in you. So the grace of God that is made available upon your life is not because you can do it. There is a power at work in you. Little wonder. When they came out, Daniel was looking so fine. <laughs> he looked at all of them. He said, what's up with these guys? Meanwhile, those that were eating the meats, the fish, the chicken, the everything, the potato, the, give me one other thing, the rice, the fresh food, drinking fresh milk, turkey. Uh, <laughs> How can you eat good food and be looking malnourished? That is disgrace. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Grace was at work. Potential was working on the inside. You have potential. Oh, come on. Say to yourself. Say, I have potential. Say it again. Say, I have potential. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Number three, focus on what God is saying. Many a times we pay attention to what is going on around us and we turn deaf ears to what God is saying. Why do I say focus on what God is saying? Because every day God is speaking. Every time God is speaking. But we are not listening. So sometimes you are talking to a person. He's talking to me. I'm looking at him. And the next thing he taps me on the shoulder. Tap me on the shoulder. Eh? What were you saying? I was there, but I was not there. My mind was somewhere else. That's what many a times we do as believers. We are faced with challenges. Instead of us to listen to what God is saying, we are there, but we are not there. We are there. We are in his presence. The worship is going on, but you are gone. You are thinking of the last pot of beans that you left in your bedroom. You are thinking of the last money that is in your account. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 3. Put it up quickly. He says, incline your ears and come unto me. Hear and your soul shall live. Incline your ear and come unto me. Put your ear down and listen. Come close. Let me talk to you. And your soul shall live. If you don't hear the voice of God, you cannot get clear direction. If you look at the pressure, you will miss his voice. The main way God speaks is through his word. You're here in church, you don't have time for his word. You have lost your sense of direction. That's why the psalmist will say, your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. Why? Because that is what will direct you. Tell your neighbor, stay in his word. Oh, say to them again, say stay in his word. Why? Because the word of God has answers. Let me tell you something. Jesus saying, he said there's nothing that has happened that has never happened unto man before. So understand this. If you are poor, check the Bible. There is a man that was once poor, but God restored him. If you are sick, check the Bible. There are people that were sick and they got healed. Ah, make it worse. If you are possessed, Nobody likes that one, Abby. They say, ah, is it okay? It's better for me to be sick than to be possessed. 
If you are possessed, there was somebody in the Bible. How many demons did that woman have? Huh? Iboku. In fact, there was another one that had Legion. Legion is a full battalion. You know, somebody's walking around with a battalion of demons. Ah! You're asking yourself, God, how, how is this one surviving? So if you are possessed, there is deliverance for you. It has happened before. Oh, you say, but Reverend, how is it that I was rich and all of a sudden everything came crashing down? Job was richer than you. And he lost everything. Nothing remained. But the Bible says when Job prayed for his friend, God turned around his captivity. So it's not that you don't have the tendency to be rich. You are captive. And he said, but my hands are free. Nothing holding me bound. But your mind is not free. So you are like the Israelites. They left slavery, but slavery did not leave them. So the minute they were faced with challenges, so you know what? We are going back into slavery. It's better to be a slave and see food to eat than to be free and not see food to eat. Somebody shout, God forbid. The word contains every answer you need. I love the last point. You say, talk to God. What are we doing on Saturday morning? Oh, come on, come on, say it out loud. Now, now, if you don't open your mouth, you cannot relieve yourself of the pressure. If I'm holding this man's neck until he tries to shout, I don't know say the pain I'm in. That's why when people say they are oppressed, they say the next thing I did, I shouted, talk to me. And all of a sudden, everything is God not good? Psalms 105 verse 2. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Those, my, your mouth is for only food. Pizza, shawarma, pepper soup, stash and banga. Use your mouth to command your destiny. If your destiny is going like this, Use your mouth to call it back to order. The Bible says, and God said, let there be what? And God but you, you are looking. See, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking of how I can come out of this situation. Don't talk. Let's read this out loud. Want to go? Uh-huh. Sing unto him. After you have sung songs unto him, talk about his wondrous works. It's high time you stop talking about how you don't have, I don't have money, I don't have anything, I don't have admission yet, I don't have anything, I don't have money, I don't have in our family, we don't have. Shut up your mouth. Open your mouth and say, Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for the breakthrough. Now, now some of you, you wake up in the morning. What a life. Let me tell you, if you want to see people who are regretting, it's not you. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Some of you, you eat once a day, you say, ah, so far not good though. Maybe they eat once a day. There are people who cannot even find half or quarter of what you have eaten. Yeah, to say thank you. 
It's hard. There are people, they walk around with oxygen. That oxygen tank dare not finish, Dr. Dave. Are there people like that? It dare not finish. You see that thing bubbling? It dare not finish. But you, with your big nose, you are inhaling everything. You are taking it in, bringing it out, taking it in, bringing it out. Yet to say thank you, God, is a problem. Dr. Dave will tell you. He will tell you what his eyes are seeing in the hospital. Some people, they are in the hospital because they cannot pass gas. Doctors have opened everywhere. Check all the have intestine, this large, small, hole, everything. They have checked all. Gas refused to come out. But you, oh my goodness. You just drop it like, like you are sowing seeds. You just... The next time you drop something, whoa, thank you, Jesus. I'm able to do this. Oh, you think it's a joke? Oh. One time, one, one of my, my, my cousins of blessed memory, he ate pekere. You know what pekere is? Plantain chips. He ate a lot of it without water. The next morning, oh my goodness. See, look, the entire house was in trouble. He could not use the toilet. He could not. He was struggling. See, he, may you not be pressured in life. All of his head here, veins. That was the first time I knew there were veins. Dr. Dave, I kid you not. There were veins on his head here. I was like, God, will he survive? You know what they gave him? We tried everything for we. You know castor oil? Castor oil? Just put one spoon in his mouth. The next thing he jumped, he ran to the toilet. The next thing we were here, ah, ah, God, thank you. But you, you wake up. I'm coming. You just drop it. You come out. Hey, how are you? How are you doing? You are not grateful to God. The psalmist says, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all, and all, I will continue to talk of his wondrous works. There are people who are okay. They just say, let them sleep small. And then, they rested in peace. But you, you sleep anyhow. You know what I mean by you sleep anyhow? You are rolling from this side to this side. You wake up in the morning, you are on the floor. You just get up, say, oh, food not there to chop today. You are complaining about food. When there are people that sleep, some they can't even sleep. Their eyes are open. They are not sick, but they can't sleep. When you're under a lot of pressure, you may not feel like talking about God. But understand this. Times of pressure are times of great praise. Times of adversity are times to express the goodness of God. Stand on your feet this evening.